Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Hey, happy Sunday. And what an incredible day to be in God's presence with His people, to be hanging out. I hope you're with people you love right now, with your friends or family, wherever you're watching this from. I just hope that you're with a crew uh, that is just life-giving right now. Hey, praise the Lord, man. I'm so excited for today, diving into a word that I can't wait for you to get, catch, write down, invest in your life. And I truly believe the Holy Spirit wants to get your attention today. Um, Can we just surrender to the Word of God right now? We're about to dive into His Word, and the Bible says that His Word cuts down like a double-edged sword. It cuts away things that hold us back from becoming exactly who God designed us to be. So can we just pray and surrender to Him? If you want that Word of God just to penetrate your heart, to change you from within, can you just open yourself up? Just trust the Holy Spirit right now, and let's just pray and invite Him into this space as we dive into the Word. Let's pray. God, I love you so much. And we just thank you, Lord, for being such a good, trustworthy God. Right now, we just surrender our lives to you. We surrender our hearts, our minds, our spaces, our our places of of living, spaces of thinking, all of our subs, everything, God. We just, we give it to you. We surrender to you. We say, Lord, have your way in this moment. We make you King and Lord of these spaces that we're watching from. Um, God, even though we're separated physically, we're connected spiritually today. And so we just pray that as we read this word, as we get it down deep, that it wouldn't just be something that goes in our ears, but God, you would let it be invested into our hearts, change us from within. God, let us become the change that our world needs to see. Help us to become more like you. Can you just pray that with me? Say, Jesus, make me more like you. Let your word Develop me and transform me by the renewing of my mind. Right now, we love you, God, and we trust you. In your name we pray, amen, amen. Well, we're starting a new series today, new collection of talks. I'm so excited about this. We're calling it In Not Of The World. Right now, we live in a very peculiar time, uh, to say the least. This is a very interesting time with this pandemic going on, with all the social unrest, Uh, with all the things happening and there's a lot of division in our world and right now more than ever we need to know how to be the church how to respond how to walk in such a way to represent christ and so we just thought it fitting think the holy spirit is really tugging our hearts to dive into his word to know how do we respond to all these issues going on all around us we can't just be neutral and we can't just be silent it's time for the church to rise up but not just to be loud, not just to post something, but we are going to use our voice to bring the kingdom of heaven down here to earth. This is what Jesus did. Everywhere he went, he brought kingdom reality to the world's reality. And what everybody thinks is real or everybody thinks is factual, Jesus has a way of bringing what true reality is, what is in kingdom, what is in the heavens. That is our reality. And so I want to help us. I want to dive into scripture and and know how do we as the church live today in the world, but not of the world. I want to empower you with your response, with how to have a voice 
and what filter can we look through in this time? That as the world is becoming more and more divided, that we as the church become more and more unified. Come on, can you give me an amen in the comments if you, if you believe that, if you're ready to dive in, to become perfectly unified in the love of Christ. Come on, give me an amen. Ready to go, ready to go. Hey, I love you guys so much. And I wanna just say to our change family out there, to those of you that maybe are catching the stream, that now you're a part of the family, you're jumping into the change family. Hey, I, we are praying for you, covering you in this time. Me and Ashley have never prayed so much for God's covering, His presence to invade your space, that you become solidified and founded in the Word of God on you, with the Spirit of God, in you and that's what our prayer is for you and i just i pray that today god invests in you and that today you feel his presence in such a mighty way and if you don't we just take a moment right now and just just become aware say god come holy spirit come to my space jesus promised us that he gave the holy spirit as a helper so every time you say holy spirit come he's right there he's right there with you um, let's dive into the word we're gonna look at Colossians chapter three today. And today I wanna to talk about social justice, bringing it back to humanity, bringing it back to humanity. And today I wanna to look at how do we respond as the church to all this social unrest, all the things happening in our world that is not right, the things that you can see and we see everything with racism today. We see everything with the tensions between the political sides. We see a lot of division happening in our world, a lot of things that are taking place. And when you look at social justice, what it is is bringing equality, it's bringing uh, humanity back. And so I wanna talk about how do we as the church respond to it? We just got out of a global summit yesterday where we watched the A21. And if you haven't yet done that and been a part, become aware of what's happening in our world with human trafficking, I encourage you, check it out, a21.org, and check out what, what is happening in our world and what you can do to be a part of the change taking place be a part of saving those that are in trafficking right now, that we can be a part of the difference being made. But today, I wanna to equip you with what God is calling us as the church to do. How do we respond to social injustice? How do we respond to the things that are happening that cause the dignity of humanity to be lost? Uh, right now, there's a, a lack of empathy in our world. There's a lack of understanding. And right now, division is causing people to be isolated, to be angry, to be bitter. So as the church, how do we respond in a Christ-like way? How do we respond looking like Jesus? And I think we find the answer in Colossians chapter three, verse one, we'll start with. It says, since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Verse five says, put to death therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual morality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in your life you once had, but now you must rid yourselves. Come on, somebody, say it under your breath, say, rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, 
and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have been taken off your old self with its practices and have put on your new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge in the image of its creator. I love that. Verse 11, here, there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Verse 12, therefore, as God's chosen people, that's you, you are God's chosen one. As God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. I wanna look at the first part of that. What powerful words of Christ, man. I was like, wow, this is so for this season. And as we see the social unrest in our world, as we see things that happen that are not correct, they're not right, and everybody can see it, even those that aren't in Jesus, even those that don't have you know, Christ as their Lord right now can see it's not right, it's not okay. It's not human as people call it. But let me tell you that Christ designed everybody with his marking on them. The Bible says that he created us in his image. Therefore, everyone has the face, the heart, the image of God on them. And so whenever something happens to someone that's unjust, that's not right, that's uh, against human dignity, as we call it, or respect or honor, whenever something happens like that, we all feel it because the Creator's mark is on that person. And when you realize this as Christians, when you realize this as Christ followers, we understand that the, the dignity of Christ on us is being misrepresented when someone is treated unjust when someone is treated in a way that causes slavery or causes discomfort or causes a, a, a life that is imprisoned. This is not correct. It's not right. And so we all feel it, but what do we do with it? And I love how he starts off chapter three, when he says, you who have been raised with Christ, set your hearts. There, there's such a powerful thing that happens when we set our hearts, when we set our minds. And I think sometimes today it can be easy to let everything around you set your heart and set your mind. And we can just go on autopilot and just whatever we see in our feed, whatever we hear on the news, whatever we see on Facebook, whatever we see is that next tweet or next quote or next blog or next documentary that we watch, we can let that set our course. And so we're on a rant page or we're on, you know, something that's uh, on the tip of our tongues and on our hearts because we just saw it. And so we're set on it. And he says, hey, listen, all of you who are raised with Christ, set your hearts, set your minds. This is an intentional focused path. It's not something that is unintentionally done. It's not something that is accidentally brought about. It is something that we have to intentionally, as Christ followers, set our hearts. And he says, not just set your heart on something, not just focus on something, but set your hearts on things above. 
Because as Christ followers, you are raised with Christ. I love how he starts this off because he reminds us of whose we are. We are Christ's. When we come into a relationship with Jesus, we are his children. He gathers us. He protects us. Psalms talks about him being our great refuge and we hide underneath his wings and find shelter there in the midst of every storm, every calamity that could happen in this world. We find refuge in our Father. We are raised with Christ. We no longer are on the level of the world. And so you have to understand the first things first, to be in the world, but not of the world, you have to understand you are not of the world. Let that set in for a moment because maybe you've been living up to this moment and you've thought, I have to just find a side. I have to find what I believe. And, I, and everybody that has a point, I need to figure out what's my point that I'm gonna side with. Hey, can I just tell you, you are not of the world. If you are Christ's and Jesus has marked you and he is Lord of your life, then the only opinion that matters is his. The only thing that matters in your entire life is Christ's perspective. And when you get this, when you understand, I am raised with Christ. Therefore, I cannot set my heart, set my mind on this world. I can't set my mind on the right side or the left side. I cannot set my mind on the, the social injustice and, and what side am I gonna part with? Absolutely not. You have to understand that we are on a whole nother level and we have to raise ourselves. We have to set ourselves, set our focus, set our attention, set our sails for the one who has raised us above what is happening. When you realize this, you understand that you walk with a new authority. You walk with a new perspective because not not, now you're not looking at who's right and who's wrong. You're looking at who's chosen. And guess what? Christ has chosen all people to pour out a spirit on. And these are the days that God wants to do that. And he wants to do it through you and he wants to do it through me. But it takes us getting perspective to set our hearts to say, God, I want my heart to be set on you. So number one, write it down. Come on. We have to set our hearts and set our minds on things above. We have to set our hearts and set our minds on things above. This is easier said than done, right? Because there's so much pulling for our attention, especially with right now. Uh, you know, we, we watch this global summit and this was one of the ways that we are setting our hearts and setting our minds on things above because God's heart breaks for those that are enslaved. Jesus said, you know, we've been talking about this, but Jesus said that I have come to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So when you understand that, everything that's happening that is social unjust, right? And, and socially not correct. And those that are imprisoned by human trafficking, those that are being enslaved, and even those that are dealing with the racial tension these days, you have to understand that Jesus cares deeply about these things. So it's not that when we raise to Christ, we don't care. It's that when we raise with Christ, we care about the right things. And so we did this. We watched the Global Summit and, and became aware of how we can be a part of ending slavery how we can be a part and what is our, our, our steps that we take? What is the things that we do in order to help push forward the mission of Christ? The mission of Christ to set the captives free, to let the blind see. And when you understand you are raised with Christ, 
we set our hearts, we set our minds on things above. We no longer let the things of the world take ownership, but we set ourselves up to see like Christ. And then he goes on. And this is a, a huge way of how we set our hearts because it's not enough just to make a decision that, okay, I'm going to set my mind on that now. He says, put to death in verse five. He says, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. And he lists some things out. I'm, I'm guessing he was talking to the times. And these, these uh, things talk to this time as well. Sexual morality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Think about that. That's everything for me. Everything for selfish desires. Sexual morality, you can't wait. So you just got to do it now. Uh, impurity, it's everything that is of the world, right? It's, it's that feeding the lust. Uh, the evil desires, the greed, want more and more and more. It's all me, me, me's focus. He says, put to death those things of your earthly nature. When we are born, when a baby comes out, the first thing out of the baby's mouth is crying because of his needs, because of her needs, because that's how we're born, with a human desire. The human nature is selfish. He says, now that you're raised with Christ, all those things that feed your human desires need to die. <laughs> when you come to Christ, he now lives in you. He says, my old self is passed away, it's dead. And now I move into a life that is alive in Christ. Can I tell you, when you're alive in Christ, you are truly alive. When you are living in this world, you are not truly living, I promise you. And you'll feel it your entire life. You'll feel this innate desire for more. There'll be a void in you that cannot be quenched. It's a hunger in you that will never be fed. I promise you, if you don't have the Creator as that filler, if you don't have God as your Lord and Savior of your life, I promise you, you will never find fulfillment. But when you have Christ in you, Therefore, all the evil desires of this world, all the greed, all the, the, the wanting to please yourself, now start to die. And he says, put to death, do whatever you can to make sure that those hungers, those desires die. Why? Because when that happens, we can now love like Christ. We can now put on Christ. And that's what this world needs. Uh, you know, the social unrest and the, the racial tensions and all the things that are happening in our world today that aren't right. That we look at a thing like George Floyd and we see a death happen like that, and it's not right. It's something that we cannot stand for, but we cannot go at it with anger. We can't, and that's the, the next part of it. But you have to understand that in order to be like Christ, number one, we have to set our hearts and set our minds on things above. Number two, we have to put to death all the things of our human desires, of our human nature, because that will only lead to anger. And he, he goes on, he said, you used to walk in these ways. This used to be the way you did it. He said, but now you must rid yourselves of all such things, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. He says, hey, listen, all of these human desires, all these things may seem like they're gonna lead to this fulfillment, this life of satisfaction, but they only lead to anger. They only lead to more bitterness. And as long as you take on the weapons of the world, that's all it's gonna lead you to, is to be an angry person that's bitter and trapped in unforgiveness. And I'll tell you that we cannot side with the world. 
Right now, the enemy would love for you to throw in the towel on love, throw in the towel on peace, throw in the towel on joy, kill your joy and trade it for anger. Kill your joy and trade it for bitterness. He would love to get you so bent out of whack, bent out of shape because of everything happening in this world. He would love for you to go down a path and be so angry at the other side for the cause of justice. He masks it with many words and you see it throughout the language today. It's a lie of the enemy to make us think that we're standing up for something that's right when it's in the aspect of anger. We have to approach it, put to death the human desire, put to death the human nature, because we have to become alive in Christ. Are you ready for that? Are you ready to die to your old self? Are you ready to die to the human nature and come alive in Christ's nature in you? Because when you get close to Jesus, when he becomes the, the Lord and Savior of your life, all the old things start to die away and you become like him. You start to love like him. Jesus's love is unconditional. That's the beauty of being in Christ is that you trade this conditional love where it's all on how you feel. That's a miserable life. If you love only in conditions, you're gonna be disappointed your entire life. There's no one that's gonna suffice that as a spouse. There's nobody that's going to live up to that as a child underneath your care. There's nobody as a friend or as a companion that's ever gonna suffice your need to feel good. But when you trade the old self, when you trade human nature, when you put to death the human nature and take on the nature of Christ, all of a sudden you take on his unconditional love. You feel his unconditional love because he has no conditions on you. He says nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. And you can separate yourself from the grace. <laughs> you can do that by, by turning away from him and turning to sin and trading his gift of grace and mercy in your life for the things of this world. But you can never separate yourself from the love of God. He loves you too deeply. He loves you too much. And right now, more than ever, our world needs us to be in the world, but not of the world. To be in the world because we're here for such a time as this. It was like Esther, when she noticed that she was in position for such a time to free the people. And we are here. We're not here by accident. We're not in this pandemic and it's not a surprise to God. He has placed you here as a, a contagious element, as a Christ-filled person so that you can spread love so that you can spread the gospel, so that you can share with people how much they are loved and adored by their creator. We are here for a reason. We're here on mission. And that's why social justice is something we carry as a church, because it was dear to God's heart and it's dear to us. It's dear to God's heart that there are people in slavery. It's dear to God's heart that there are people that are mistreated. It's dear to God's heart that there are people that are broken and lost and feel not important. It's, it's dear to God that people do not feel like royalty and like his children. And so it is our jobs to, to put our, set our minds, set our hearts on things above, to put to death all the things of this world, to, to separate ourselves from anger, separate ourselves from bitterness. And can I just call you as the church today, please put down that anger, put down the bitterness, put down the malice, the, the wanting to harm on the, the other person. And this, this whole unrest of our society and culture, our approach to it cannot be to punish. It cannot be 
to, to go out and, and, and pray for the falling of the other side. We have to approach it like Jesus did. He approached it with love. Check out this last part. It's just so beautiful how Jesus does this. He says, here, meaning in this new way of living and raised with Christ, he said, there is no Greek or Jew because there is so much divide and separation in the world. I mean, you look and it's like, pick a side, you know, pick a, pick a people that you feel most comfortable with. Feel, you know, and, and there's so much division, not only in the color of our skin, the demographic of where we live, you know, everything with our social economy, uh, just where you were born and raised and your mindsets. There's so much division. And he says, hey, listen, here in this space, when we're raised with Christ, when we set our minds on things above, when we die to our old self and come alive in Christ, there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian or Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. This is what we do. We raise ourselves up to a new standard to understand who we are in Christ. And therefore that gives us a new mission, a new heart, a new eyes, see people like God sees them. And we don't approach it with anger. We don't approach it because our human desires, we put to death. And I encourage you in this time to really take time and look at what is feeding your human nature. Uh, my biggest prayer right now is God, destroy all the things that cause me to desire anything but you. If there's anything that causes me to hunger or thirst after this world, please destroy it show it to me, like bring it to the surface so that I can take care of it. Because I don't want anything getting in the way of me and Jesus, of me and my relationship with Christ, because that is the thing that is life to me. It's life to me. Jesus' words are life to me. Holy Spirit being with me is life. Take everything else. Just give me Jesus. He's enough. He's enough. But when we do this, when we kill I, I encourage you to take time and look at your life. Look and see what is feeding my human nature. Take time and destroy it. Get it out, cut it out. It's better for you not to have these things that are temporary in this world, but to have Jesus, to have Him as your total fulfillment. And I promise you, you're gonna find fulfillment in Him. But look at this, He goes on in verse 12. I close with this point. He says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, that's you, holy, set apart. That's what God wants to do in, with this church right now. He is more and more showing us the world has nothing for us. Everything with the world is causing division and he wants to set us apart as his holy, chosen, dearly loved children. And he says this, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. This is something that's intentional as well. We have to clothe ourselves every day to wake up and decide, I'm gonna clothe myself with compassion today. Today, I choose humility. Today, I choose patience. Today, I choose gentleness. Today, I choose to love. Today, I choose to have the eyes of Christ. He says, put on these things. He says, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. I can tell you there's so much power in forgiveness. And I know right now that is not the word on the street, right? Because we're all fighting for justice. We're all fighting for what's not right. But can I tell you that Christ flows in forgiveness? He flows in forgiving. And we have to learn how to take on Christ's approach to forgive. Forgiveness is a crazy thing. 
because it sets you free. As one holding the grievance, it sets you free. And if you're trapped today with unforgiveness, if you're trapped today with bitterness or anger or wanting something harmful for the person that was a perpetrator against you, can I just implore you, encourage you, challenge you, please lay it down. God is calling you to a life of freedom, to a life of forgiveness. He says, bear with each other, forgive one another, just as, as God forgave you. And he says, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love. And that is the foundation of this word today. Because once we do this, once we set our, our hearts and minds on Christ, we understand who we are. Once we put to death all the human nature, and then we put on love. This is what our world needs. And not the conditional love that if you do this, I'm gonna love you. But the love that says, hey, even if you can't repay me, in fact, I'm gonna love you when you hurt me. I'm gonna love you even though, the Bible says to turn the cheek. That's really hard right now. Especially when the world is screaming, you deserve better. But can we approach it like Christ? Can we approach it like Jesus? So the Bible calls us to do is to set our hearts on things above and to put on love, to put on a new way of approaching that when we view social injustice, when we view things that are not right, we approach it with a heart that is broken, not a heart that is angered. And sometimes anger can cause that ignition for us to actually move and do something. Can I tell you, let's move past that. It's time to put down the anger, put down the grievances and start to pick up love, start to ask the Father. And I encourage you, if that seems just out of control and, and just something that is beyond your abilities, can I tell you it is? Yeah, I promise you it is. But when you come to Christ as his child, you say, God, help me, help me with this. I need your help to get out of this prison of unforgiveness. I need your help to get out of this prison of anger. I need your help to not be bitter, to not be uh, caught up in the grievance. I need your help. I promise you he's a good father and he'll come and help you. The closer you get to Jesus, the more the things of this world fall off and the more of him becomes inside of you, fills you up. I wanna pray for us today, just as we approach social justice, as we approach these things that, that God is broken for, as we approach as the church and say, here's our part, we're gonna do what we do. We're gonna give our resources, we're gonna give our time, we're gonna give our talent to see God's love penetrate those that are in bondage and those that are causing it. Hey, we wanna be the ones that are spreading that fire like crazy. I wanna pray for us today that God would fill us up as his church, that God would help us to step into this life of being raised with Christ. And so I wanna pray for you today. If there's anything in your, your heart or life that has caused you to be in an imprisonment of unforgiveness or in, and, and be imprisoned by anger or bitterness, I wanna pray for you that God releases you today, that you can, you can approach social justice through the lens of Christ, that you put down the ways of the world because we're not, we're not of the world, we're in the world, but we're not of it. So I wanna pray for you that those chains would fall today. You'd be able to walk into a life of freedom so that you can set others free. If you want that, would you just raise your hands, say, and just receive it from God right now. Receive that freedom. I'm gonna pray, God, we thank you so much for your love, your unconditional love, God, that sought us out. Even when we were dirty, 
even when we didn't choose you, even when we were choosing this world and and choosing the temporary things, God, you still died on the cross just for us. And today, God, I just pray that your love would invade, that your love would come and rest in every home and every heart. God, fill us up to overflowing. Let us be the church that is full of Christ. Let us be the church that looks like you. Let us be the church that approaches social justice through the lens of love. God, we need to approach it with your love in our hearts. So right now, God, I pray for every person that's dealing with unforgiveness, that's dealing with bitterness or anger. Right now, I pray that those chains would fall. God, that you would invade their hearts with a love that breaks all bonds, all things that try to discourage or bring about destruction in our lives, all the lies of the enemy, I come against them in the name of Jesus. And we take captive the thoughts of joy, the thoughts of forgiveness, the thoughts of self-control, the thoughts of power. Right now, I just, I I command those things to be in obedience to Christ. We love you, Father, and we trust you. We pray that you would just ignite us as the church to step into this life of setting others free, but through the lens of love. We love you, God, so much. And I thank you so much for what you're doing in this space. In your name we pray, amen. Amen, I'm praying for you today that God would invade your space with love, that it would ignite you to become Christ on earth, that you would take on the life of Jesus and become like him. Let me encourage you in this time, press into your relationship with Jesus. Can I tell you, I'm encouraging our leaders, I'm encouraging our team, take your time with Jesus up a level. If you only spend so much time with him, up it. If you only spend so much time in the word, up your time. If you've never fasted, this is the time. Set yourselves apart because this is the time that God wants to use you. And as long as you're in the world and you're of the world, you're never gonna see your calling. You're never gonna see the true purpose and design for your life. But can I tell you that right now, more than ever, we need Jesus. We need to know him. We need to know his word. We need to be deep in his love because when that love is in us, His love can work through us. Hey, we love you so much. Thanks for being a part of this family to bring change to our city. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.